Dreaming of a better sleep? Tossing and turning is not your destiny. And Ollie is here to help. Ollie invites you to sink into sweet, sweet slumber to improve your mental and physical health and overall wellness. More than just melatonin, Ollie's ingredients help you unwind your mind for a delightfully dreamy drift off. Sleep is on the way at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. So I did things differently from how I did things. And that doesn't mean that my way is wrong or his way is wrong. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just different. Emotionally, you can be unattached. You know, you guys can be doing great spiritually. Finances can start going well. Everything can go well. Business can go well. But the emotional attachment can easily be broken. And that's when temptation starts. You start worrying. That's when you start getting aggravated. And something as simple as a sock on the ground can turn into World War III. Dear young married couple, you're in a busy season of your life. You're probably working and involved in ministry. On top of that, you might even be parents or students. You're maxed, but you really want to stay connected in your marriage. And that's why we're bringing this podcast to you. I'm Adam King. And I'm Carissa King. And we work with busy couples just like you in our counseling office here in Sacramento, California. We also work with couples all over the world through online counseling And our couples are really just looking for ways to communicate with each other more effectively. Some of them are looking to heal from a breach in trust or find direction in fulfilling the purpose that God has for them. So come and join us as we have a conversation. We'll talk with therapists, authors, pastors, and other couples who will pour into us, giving us tools to become more intimately connected, get adventurous, and find purpose. So we are here today with Tavares and Safa Gray. It's the Mr. and Mrs. behind Godly Dating 101. It's a fantastic resource for those that are dating. Um, They have almost a million followers because they post practical advice, food for thought, and um, they view the relationship, the dating relationship through the lens of our relationship with God. And so they are awesome people to follow. Godly Dating 101. So thank you so much for being here with us, you guys. It's a pleasure. Yes, it's definitely a pleasure. So we're going to jump into some practical tips for premarital couples and then also for married couples. Um, But first, we just want to hear about your dating adventures, how you met, um, and then the why behind Godly Dating Ministry. I'll start with how you met and Tavares can do the why. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right, so Tavares and I met in 2010. Um, so yeah, we run in the same circles, or we ran in the same circles when we were when we first met. So we have a lot of the same friends, and I used to visit his church, and I used to see him all the time. But his church is a, it was a big church, and so I really didn't pay him much mind, and vice uh, versa, you didn't pay me any mind either. You don't know that. <laughs> so, um, and then one day we went to a church uh, that we both used to visit on occasions and I was doing a spoken word there and he saw me 
and he enjoyed the spoken word. God is good. <laughs> and he literally messaged me on Facebook. That is how <laughs> that is how it started. And you know, I mean, he would just say, you know, hi, I love your poem. He used to call me Breathe Girl because that was the name of the poem. And to send me like other, you know, poetry uh, videos so that I can watch. And um, in 20, 2011, uh, we we tried to, you know, see if we could explore a relationship together. Fail. And um, it just didn't work out. <laughs> <laughs> we, I think we talked for like two months, approximately two months, but it was just the wrong time. Um, we were both young and immature and it was the right person by the wrong time. And at the time, I didn't even know that was, that was, I, you know, I didn't, after, after our relationship or our short relationship, I didn't even think about, you know, us like that anymore. He was just my friend and vice versa. <laughs> or maybe not. Maybe I'm, not. Kidding, I'm kidding. Maybe, maybe he did think about it, but I mean, years down the road, we remained friends and I, I went off to college. I, I went to Tampa and Tavares went off to the military and we still kept in touch. And every so often, uh, when he came home, I would and I, I was in town. Um, we would hang out uh, with other friends, of course, um, and you know, um, we would just text and talk on the phone. Even when he was in the military uh, overseas, and I was at college. And one day, he, you know, I, I don't even remember what he said, but I said, "You're not serious for real." Like he he doesn't want a relationship. He's just you know being Judging being a me. guy in my head, and it was the first guy. Um, that I've ever said something like that to, or that has tried to um, talk to me and came out plainly and said, no, I would like to see where this goes. Um, you know, I would, I would, you know, if it, if it went far, you know, I'm considering marriage one day and not necessarily like to me specifically, but you know, he, I knew who were his, he wasn't about the games. Let's just put it like that. And I appreciated how mature he was, how, how mature he stepped to me and um, let me know his intentions were real. And so I decided I'm going to give him a chance. I mean, I, I knew people from his church. So, of course, I inquired. I was like, do you guys think that I should talk to him <laughs> again? You know, like, and everybody vouched for him. Everybody was like, he's a great guy. You guys should see where it goes. And, yeah, so we, we started dating while he was in the military, which was really tough. Um, and long-distance relationship. Yeah, that was really, rough. really tough. And he went on a lot of deployments. So I didn't hear from him for six months. That set us on a little rock. Um, but I mean, through it all, uh, he, he maintained that his intentions were what they were. Like I knew he wasn't playing any games. And so that's why I stuck with him, even though I was like, I do not want to be a military wife. <laughs> um, but I felt like, I don't know. I felt like it was just God leading me into this relationship. And so I, I was like, well, I'm going to pray about it. It might be hard. It might not be what I thought it would be. Um, as far as the situation and circumstances were, but I was like, it's worth it. If this is what God has for me, then it's worth it. So now you're living your best life. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Oh, man, I love I'm it. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you mentioned the, the why behind Godly Dating 101. Yeah. So it wasn't something I specifically set out to do. My brother and I, we, you know, we love social media. So we're always posting and we had a Twitter account. Because every time we say something, it'll like be popular, but it'll be controversial. You know what I mean? Mm. So we created that called Anointed Misfits. So our, <laughs> our our whole purpose was to say stuff people refuse to say. Uh, it, like, we don't care whether it's a doctrine or it's the way you're living. 
people needed to say it, you know, so we'd always say stuff. Okay. But I realized that the more I spoke about relationships, it was a massive turnout, always questions, always somebody, mm. you know, like, hey, can you dive deeper into that? You know, so I won't say I got a dream, but, you know, but I went to our brother and I was like, I really think God wants me to create a relationship account. And he's like, you know, I'm not posting as much anymore, you know, so if you feel that's what you're going to do, then, you know, go ahead and do it. So I created an account, put Golly Dating 101 just because it's Golly Dating. I put 101 because I thought every class in college was 101. Like, I, I didn't know. I just knew I'd be teaching stuff. And, you know, just like, oh, sure. You know, but that was in like 2013. Okay. And then I realized it kind of just hit the ground running. Like, so you guys weren't married yet at that point. Yeah, it was, it was, it was no, like people like to ask me, what was your strategy? What, what were, it was like, really God was the one behind all of it. Mm. Like I'll go to bed and it's 1000 followers and I wake up to 7,000 because awesome. some celebrities saw something, they shared it. And now it's a bunch of people asking questions wow. and, nice. you know, it was always something, you know, so it was just a matter of a God thing. And, you know, wow. so how much of when you posted was like you, your interaction with Safa, then you're like, oh, that's good. And you post it. <laughs> I think that's when it really blew up. Yeah. Because people like to see that you're you're living what you preach. Yeah. Right. Mm. And so we're all, he was, you know, posting about relationships. And of course, you know, it seems like he knows what he's talking about. But to see him in a relationship that's actually working. Mm. I think people love to see that, you know. Totally. Godly <clears throat> right. And I feel like it was people probably didn't trust it at first. But, well, I didn't let people know who was behind it. So a lot of people were seeing it, but I, you know, I'm, I never posted myself for like the first four or five years. So no really? one really, but I would just say things and it's like, okay, well, you know, there it is. I was praying, and, you know, God brought a subject to me, you know, and after praying, then it's like a lot of thoughts would go to my head and I posted and then it's a, it's a matter of, you know, if you don't like it, then is it a matter of, is it because I'm being carnal with it? Or was it a matter of, you don't want to face the truth, you know? So it was a lot of things that it brought truth to me as well, you know, not just, you know, to others. It was also with things I struggle with, but I'll be willing to post because just because I'm trying to hide a sin, no, you have to expose it, you know, to get past it, you know? Mm -hmm. So I just try to address anything that I felt was <laughs> real that people wanted to address. So good. Because yeah. there are a lot of stigmas. Yeah. Behind... Um, dating relationships that we don't talk about often. Yeah, I know that you probably had a lot of time to reflect on dating and you know what's behind it. What would you say for those? So let's talk about before marriage, dating before marriage. Um, but what would you say now, looking back? Um, what would be the objective? What's the purpose? What should we keep in the forefront of our mind as a person? that's not married, what should we, you know, be working on and looking for? Oh, I'd say um, the main thing is to, to be able to respect that person as a sister, respect that woman as a sister and her to respect them as a brother, because I feel like a lot of times we have a end game in mind, but in reality, it's not marriage. You know, it's thinking of, well, you may think, and, and sometimes pure intentions were, oh, so I can just hook up mm. and then, hookup can end up in something way down the line, you know? So I feel like it's a matter of learning, you know, how to pursue someone and it's not out of boredom or it's not because everyone else is dating, mm. you know? So it's a matter of, I should be able to know this should be leading to marriage, you know? So if it's not something that's going that way, I shouldn't be just 
wasting time until I figure it out, you know? So mm -hmm. I feel like the, the main thing a lot of times is, you know, people just, you know, go with the flow. Cause I know a lot of times I was picked on because, okay, you're growing up in church and everyone else is having sex. What are you doing? You know? And it's a matter of like, I thought we weren't supposed to, <laughs> you know, and then you're like, oh, you're this, you're that, you know what I mean? You get called kind of names and it's just like, well, I'm trying to do things the way I feel this is the way God is leading us, you know? So I feel like it's a matter of understanding, you know, like the Bible says, you know, the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom, you know what I mean? And trying to have that, that respect for God. And when you have that respect for God, then you'll respect the person you're with, you know what I mean? So even if you're in a tempting situation, like J like Joseph, you know, how can I do this and sin against God? It's a matter of trying to avoid that temptation, you know? Mm -hmm. So whether you guys are officially dating or you're trying to date someone just understanding that there's a need to respect them because you want them to get closer to God, whether you guys last or you break up. So good. And so. I also think another thing to keep at the forefront of your mind is that it is godly dating. I mean, this is, we're talking about godly dating, but remember that you are supposed to find or, you know, find someone who you can glorify God with. That's the whole, that's the whole point of marriage. It's not about us. Yeah. It's about God. And my mom always told me to find a guy <clears throat> or marry a guy that loves God more than he loves you because then you'll never have to worry about anything. And doesn't sag his pants. And doesn't sag his pants. <laughs> that was a big thing for my mom. I remember when I first told her that Tavares and I was dating, were dating, uh -huh. I never brought a guy to her ever. Uh -huh. <laughs> or my parents, any of my parents, uh, my mom or my dad. And I said, um, mom, Tavares and I are dating. And she was like, well, I hope he doesn't sag his pants. I guess she didn't know what to say because we never had a conversation before. So that was her thing. <clears throat> But yeah, just to find someone that you know you can glorify God with, someone that you, you can grow with in God. I think that's the most important thing because if you're married and you're not glorifying God, then what's the point? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Definitely so right. What are some good premarital boundaries? So for couples who are dating before marriage, what are some things they should look out for and maybe be practical with this one? What are some boundaries that they can abide by? Um, I, I'd say one of the most important things is accountability, you know, so I had a mentor and he not, wasn't even married, you know what I mean? And he's giving me advice about how this stuff should work. And a lot of people are saying, how are you taking advice from a single guy? When in reality, most talking about dating in the Bible was from Paul, you know, about marriage, who no one can tell me he was married. That's you know what right. I mean? Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was the fact that he's letting me know, like, Hey, you know what I mean? I understand you messed up in this way, but this is how we avoid it. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. it was a matter of having somebody there to be accountable with, you know, and um, outside of accountability, I think it's smart to try to do double dates as much mm -hmm. as you can. Nice. You know what I mean? Because sometimes you'll be alone and that's when I'd recommend, you know, public settings, not like a movie theater or wherever you can, you know, get in a tempting situation. But mm -hmm. I feel like it's, it's best when you can have another couple to lean on, you know, because... It can it can go from just a simple touch mm -hmm. to a massive spark that leads yeah. you down the wrong road. But if you're around another couple and you, you understand that they're living a godly life, it's like, man, we need to try to strive to do better, you know, or we need to set an example mm -hmm. for them, you mm -hmm. know. So it's just a matter of keeping yourself accountable. Um, I think that would be the biggest thing. Mm -hmm. um, That's good. I agree. I agree with everything you just said, and um, also, you know, you saying that you know it's good to have like go out and like double dates and stuff like that. Um, I think that was one of the things that Tavars and I struggled with. 
uh, when we were dating um, simply because, and this is real, like I'm touchy feely. And yes, you know, I never mm. experienced sex before I, w- I was a virgin until I was married, but I just, you know, like being touched sure. and yeah. we were alone and Tavares touched me when well, then that's it. Like, you know, <laughs> my mind takes me somewhere else. Yeah. Sure. And so we put, we literally had like a, um, a sheet of boundaries <laughs> that, nice. that we put together um that we had that. to abide by and keep each other accountable yeah um with so that you know we wouldn't fall into any anything that's you know? such we good advice we were married and yes. you know so because <clears throat> principles are great right like we all talk yeah. about principles but when you do something like that because i'm super fan of of writing things down yeah. to make those principles explicit just like boom 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 like right this is where and if we cross that we know when we crossed it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and we have to hold each other accountable but also if you have that mentor that mentor could come alongside you and say hey did you cross that right yeah right. definitely mm-hmm. because you know you'll ignore it or you'll cross it off the list or you'll try to pretend it, mm-hmm. oh this is just that one time Yep. You know, so I think another big issue um, that we had to address with ourselves was a matter of, and just being real, you know what I mean? If mm-hmm. if they unsubscribe, I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but just make it, because I love pictures, you know what I mean? So it's just like, hey, so, you know, I'm not asking random girls. So it's like, hey, you said be a picture, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's a matter of understanding you should set that boundary because the pictures can easily end up in no clothes at all. Right. You know what I mean? Totally. So it's a matter of... How, how are you trying to view them? And if you're only going to view them in a lustful way, then you're not aiming towards marriage. It's really just towards the bedroom. Mm-hmm. Right. Ooh, that's good. That is so good. Yeah. Way to be real. Appreciate and, the transparency. And Safa, <laughs> I like what you said a little bit ago about that uh, Tavares made his intentions known. Yeah. Um, can you speak a little bit like the difference between all the guys you were talking about before that didn't and how he did it in a way that really spoke to you because i think this is where some people do fail like yeah yeah they do they do they definitely do um but when i was single and uh i'm not trying to brag on myself but a a few other people (laughs) from tomorrow's church they 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 were you know they were trying to talk to me you know they're always texting me and I was so naive. Like I, I swore up and down. These people didn't like me. They're just being friends. And, you know, like I really just thought, you know, they were just really nice for, for no reason at all. I just thought they wanted to be my friends. Um, and, uh, once I got, once I started talking to Tavares, not many people knew because, you know, I wanted to make sure this is who I wanted to be with before I let the whole world know, or, you know, so it was very, um, private, I guess. Yeah. Um, but, once people started finding out that Tavares was who I was with, I got a lot of upset um, friends, <laughs> guy friends, or so I thought they were. And I was asked, you know, why didn't you give me a chance? Because I didn't know. Like you said, absolutely. <laughs> yes, you text me every day. Yes, yes, you call me from time to time. But I am not going to just assume. What yeah. are your intentions? I'm not asking mm. you anything. If you want to talk to me, you let me know. Hey, Safa, can we? You know, you know, I, I, I like you. I'd like to get to know you. Um, I would like to take you out. Um, I would like to see if this would lead somewhere. You know, say something. So good. Um, yeah. I'm not. I'm not just going to assume that you want to talk to me or you. You want more than just a friendship, right. just because you text me every day. And mm. it just. It just to me. I loved that. You know, he 
he stated that he stood up for that and you know he made his intentions known like he said exactly why he was here and that's he wasn't risky he wanted a relationship yeah <clears throat> it requires vulnerability mm-hmm. no absolutely <laughs> that was a terrifying moment there <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, so I, I think that's um, the big difference. A lot of people I feel, and I, <clears throat> and this goes, I say this to girls all the time or ladies all the time, like just because a guy texts you doesn't mean he's interested. Just because he texts you every day, what kind of, why, like how interested is he? He hasn't expressed anything to you. He could be talking to a million other people for all exactly. you know. That means nothing. Yep. So unless Sorry. he states or unless she states, you know, I, I say don't assume anything. Unless they come clear about their intentions. So yeah. I and I really appreciate that about Tavares. Mm. Love that. Bravo. <laughs> yeah, I really like that. It, you know, it's funny that you, you say that because um, we had a long distance relationship. Um, we were traveling around with my parents in a 43 foot trailer and doing that whole, you know, evangelistic field. Well, I was back here in California. And, um, I had never met, made my intentions known to Carissa, but we kind of intuitively knew. But that's not the best way because that almost broke us up. Mm-hmm. When I came back, she's like, you've never asked me. You haven't made your... I was like, I thought it was clear. <laughs> so I think <laughs> now looking back, I see how wise that was, Tavares, to mm-hmm. do that. Mm-hmm. Because... You know, she, she doesn't know if I'm talking to other people, if I'm being true to her, you know, like mm-hmm. that I'm, it's not just a friendship that I'm kind of trying to hold three girls at the same time. It's like, no, I want to get to know you and see where that goes. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Love it. All right, you guys. Well, we've talked a little bit about uh, premarital dating. Now we want to talk about dating as a married couple. <laughs> so um, why is it important? What is the goal of dating as a married couple? I once heard someone say the devil is going to do everything he can to get you to do what you shouldn't while you're single mm-hmm. and not while you're married <laughs> that he tries to get, he tries everything to get you to stop doing what you should be doing. And I feel like the goal, the goal should never be long-term dating. It should be a long-term marriage, you know? And a lot of times everyone is trying to, you know, get on dates cause you're trying to impress that person. You dress up, you're fancy. You know what I mean? Then you get married and now that's it. That's it. <laughs> you see them in PJs and now they're just a, a random guy, a random girl. You, it's, it's no flair. And I feel like it's important because if you don't, I, I, won't, I won't just say take care of yourself, but if you don't let your spouse feel appreciated, if you don't like, hey, babe, let's go out to eat or, or you know, one is just slaving away in the kitchen every day, then, you know, you can easily feel taken for granted. You know, so I feel like it's important because you want to make sure that, you know what I mean? It things just never become common or never yeah, just keep, become keep a ritual. Yeah, I feel like that makes it interesting. I know some couples they go out on dates and you know do random little games in in the store. You know, like they're watching people or whatever it is. Just just being <laughs> young again. You know what I mean? Sure. I, I would hate to, we hit twenty years of marriage and then once a year we went out to eat. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like you don't want to feel as though your life becomes a routine. I feel mm-hmm. like you get to enjoy your spouse better the more you guys can go out and talk outside of, you know, church, outside of home, outside of kids. You know, I feel like that's really important. I'm hearing two things from you in that. And, and that is one is frequency. Like don't let it just be once a year. And then yeah. the other is novelty. 
Like do mm-hmm. stuff that's fun, like a kid again, and and don't let it become just routine, right? Right. Yeah. yeah. Do new things together. And we 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 recently went golfing. Man, um, that was I want to say two. <laughs> I've never golfed before. Two weekends ago, we rarely get to golf these days because you know we have to find somebody to watch Zion. But um, we went golfing, and it was this is the first time we both ever went golfing, and it was so much fun. And it just made me want to just you know try to go out more yeah, and just do things yeah, together. We're definitely slacking right now. Mm-hmm. And I think it was so much easier um, when we when we didn't have like a baby because we had we had regular date nights every friday night was our night we would go out and just do whatever if it was just going out to eat or Mm -hmm. you know whatever we would just go out and just enjoy each other's company now sometimes we didn't even go out you know just like buy pizza and just watch a movie (laughs) or just sit there you know what i mean just talk you know so i don't think the date has to be oh you went out to you know specific place just a matter of you get out of the kitchen unless Mm -hmm. i mean you're doing a fancy dinner for your spouse you know what i mean sure and then you know just out of that regular, you know, ritual, yeah, just break that cycle, you know, and I think it's pretty good. I think what you just said there, um, you just said it so quickly, but I think people get hung up there that we have to go and spend money. Yeah, yeah. like we, we have to go out and spend money in order to have a date or be have have a good time. Right. But really, what you're saying is, it just takes intention. Mean that like we are going to connect. Mm-hmm. And and have fun and enjoy each other. It, but it's not the money aspect. At all. Yeah, not at all. Like I remember one time coming home and and at the time, yeah, Safa is staying at home. So she, she didn't have to go through a long day of work and then come home and do anything. But I remember coming home and Safa bought some apple ciders in the fridge cooling. You know, and she's in the kitchen. Apple cider is probably three dollars, you know. What right, I mean? right. So it's not like she had to go out of her way to do anything expensive, and we didn't have to tip anyone, you know, not because I'm being cheap, but I'm just saying it's the oh. fact that I know he loved he, apple cider, so I would just, you know, buy I had apple a cider. weird addiction for a few months. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were being thoughtful, so it wasn't the money, right? It was just the intentionality behind it, and he felt yeah. special. You still remember it to this day. Yeah, I do. I, I don't. I don't bring it up often. I'm sorry, babe, but I, I do. I do appreciate it. I it. <laughs> but it was the thoughtfulness behind. It was a gesture. Yeah. It was like I'm thinking about you, even though we're not together right now. Yeah. And I'm gonna make this special. And I think that's really what makes those date nights fun. Mm-hmm. It's like we're doing something. We're intentionally being present because I feel like you can go on a date, the normal date, like let's go out to eat, and whip out your phone and and be on a date but separate it's like Mm -hmm. two people on a romantic date by themselves yeah Mm yeah definitely yeah i think i think that's a big problem and i know sometimes we've gone out and without knowing it either one of us are on our phone phone. you know what i mean (laughs) and it's just like we're just waiting on them to bring our food you know what i mean so i'm checking esv and stop us finally catching up our text messages and it's just like why did we even come then? You know what I mean? <laughs> right. We're like, we were yeah. hungry. <laughs> we're all guilty of that for sure. A, we had a, like a, a home <laughs> date night and it was such a long time. I don't remember when it was. And 
And I was like, Self, you know how to play dominoes? Because I won dominoes at a Dave and Buster's. And she's like, I never played. So I'm like, all right, fine. I'm going to show you. But don't just match numbers. You have to like pay attention to all that. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, cool. I'm teaching her. And the next game, she beats me. And I'm just like, it's not why I taught you. I beat you like three <laughs> games in a row. <laughs> they didn't even ask. They didn't ask you. Okay. Oh, I'm great. talking. But it was a lot of fun. It really was. And even that, I mean, it's not like we paid, we didn't pay any money. We stayed home yeah. and played games. It was a game night but I those like, are yeah i think that's a great um date night idea quality you know? time so, and i think that's the most important thing love that. Always, yes, and another thing time. we do and we i mean we I, I wouldn't necessarily say this a date but we could incorporate these in our days is once in a while the cards uh from you guys mm-hmm. shameless oh. plug <laughs> we don't we just recorded a podcast. I absolutely love those. Either guys. yesterday or two days ago, and I let them know mainly for people heading towards marriage. So not just a you just started dating a week ago, but mm-hmm. I let them know to get those because I still tell Saba to this day, no, I don't want to go on the cards because I feel like I don't he know. Does, to, I'm trying he's to. He's not connect. emotional, <laughs> and he don't. To, <laughs> he doesn't want to like. He doesn't want to get and go there. But that's like, me. But you need the cards because we have to. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I don't need the cards, and I know I need the cards, but I'm like, ah. Oh, so we, I think. We them yeah we just did some last night (laughs) i love it right on but it does it spark those deep conversations for you it It does does. things we've never thought about asking yeah Mm -hmm. some stuff is like well we didn't get one that really related to us till like the third or the fourth one in and then sometimes the first one in we're talking about for 15 20 minutes and it's just like Mm. why are they having us emotional right now (laughs) i think i think the thing about marriage is sometimes you you're married i mean we haven't been married as long as you guys or you know but we're kind of newbies still but sometimes you get used to the surface level conversation sure you Mm. go through your day-to-day i mean everybody's had a long day and we got a baby now and it's like how was your day and you talk about things at work and you talk about things at school and that's it yeah and i'm emotional and i just i just want sometimes i just i think i'm like we need something more than that and so (laughs) those cards definitely help us pull out questions that you know we never even thought of asking that leads into other questions that leads into other questions and then gives me a deep a a, a deeper you know um better understanding of where tavaris's head is at Mm. and and you know what he's thinking and vice versa so yeah awesome <laughs> i tried to get her to be emotional over espn but it doesn't no. work out. <laughs> it doesn't work out quite so well Aww. that's so good so a uh, question for you guys you mentioned um you know trying to find you know child care for zion and you know that challenge what are some ideas for couples with children who are needing to find child care how have you guys solved that maybe just brainstorm out loud with us <laughs> I mean, we're still navigating it, but thankfully it's been easier since moving um, back to Florida because we have a lot more friends than we had in Virginia. Okay. So I, um, I know it can depend on the type of church you're at, but mm-hmm. you know, there's some people at church that we feel comfortable. Like if he's only there for you know a couple hours, then hey, do you mind? Yeah. We'll just try to find a dinner in their city. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? So. Mm-hmm. By the time we get our food and come back, it's probably only been two hours. Zion is not going to be sleeping yet. Yeah. You know, so we just try to find people that, you know, I feel like some things I don't mind if someone were to watch them. And some things, you know, you want to be able to go out and do something that's like several hours. Mm-hmm. Like when we have Safa's mom nearby, it's just like, well, you can come with us okay. and you just watch him. You know what I mean? So you don't feel like Zion is outdoors, you know what I mean? And running mm-hmm. around. He's having a good time over there. Which so. means you're not really doing anything, you know, so. Okay, that's that. an interesting idea. Having someone come with you to watch the yeah. kiddos. Yeah. They just won't exactly. be in the same vicinity, but as long as they're there or exactly. you let them know, hey, I'm buying your food. You know what I mean? So that way, it, 
keep him keep him company in the whole time. That's yeah. cool. I think as you get older, of course, it would be a little bit easier. Uh, especially with having people watching. We're first time parents, so we're like, no. Yeah, I, we're I was, very yeah. particular about who watches him. Sure. Um, I think that's I another thing. I, I to, to me, sometimes <laughs> I'm like, okay, we can stay in and do a date night here because I'm just like, I don't want anybody, I don't want anybody watching him or I'm very per- particular. Mm-hmm. But I think as he gets older, um, that, that aspect of it will get a little bit easier. So, yeah. yeah. In a sense, it is a face, but. Mm-hmm. But there always will be stuff, it seems like, because you guys are busy people. Mm-hmm. You're in ministry. Um, you're running a business. You're mm-hmm. in school. Like, so you guys have a lot of stuff. Um, and I know that you guys are aware of the dangers of not dating. What, what do you see that? Like, I know you see that as a threat. So, but what would be those dangers of what, what can happen to a marriage? I guess is what I'm saying. If, if, people stop dating? Um, I'd say, and this is something that we just had to discuss recently. And that's why we had to dive back into your cards. And it's like, mm-hmm. we were talking and Safa was like, and it was like, I got upset because she threw it in <laughs> casually. Not because of what she said, but she just made it seem like it was no big deal. She was just like, yeah, but we don't connect emotionally, like, period. <laughs> and I was just like, no. period. I so mad. I got so, I was got like, so upset. I was like, um, we don't connect. And she was like, that's not what I said. And I was like, you literally just said, period. That means back. You know, so I'm looking like, I thought we were going up, you know what I mean? Nothing like, and that's the reason why, because it's been a couple weeks. Well, probably a month. No, I think it's a couple weeks since, you know, getting the time to just unplug from everyone and just be together. You know what I mean? So while I'm thinking maybe from a male perspective and most males may be this way, it's just like, ah, things are good. We're not arguing, you know, so we're good. You know, mm-hmm. when in reality, she's looking like, well, I need more, you know, because that's the typical conversations or just the typical, hey, I know you made dinner. I know you washed the dishes. That's so sweet of you. I appreciate it. But, you know, that doesn't mean she wouldn't want to be taken out. That's love language. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. That doesn't mean she wouldn't want to be taken out, you know. So I, I think that's the, that's the biggest danger. And that's one that I'm realizing now because I thought, you know, everything was great. But emotionally, you can be unattached. You know, you guys can be doing great spiritually. Because it's not like we were struggling spiritually. You know, finances can start going well. Everything can go well. Business can go well. But emotional, you know, the emotional attachment can easily be broken. Mm-hmm. I mean, I feel like when emotional attachment is broken, that's when temptation starts. You know, that's when, you know, you start worrying. That's when you start getting aggravated. And something as simple as a sock on the ground can turn into World War Three. You know what I mean? So No, that's so... I love that you use the emotional attachment. Yeah. Because that's that's exactly what's happening when 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 that is strained, when you don't feel that that emotional security is there. You guys know, like the sock, right, becomes World War Three. It's be- yeah. like it's like it's it's our emotional attachment is strained. And then we don't send clear signals back to the other person because we have to be vulnerable in order to do that. Mm-hmm. Right. And we're only vulnerable when we have that emotional connection. So I, I send very unclear signals back. And I, yeah. and I see this in counseling. And I'm sure you guys mm-hmm. see this working with couples that, you know, text you and stuff. Often those little things blow up because that's, you know, strained. That emotional connection is strained. Right. Definitely. Yeah. So, I mean back to the cards i mean he was extremely <laughs> upset about what i said extremely 
And I mean, I was confused. We came home and he put Zion to bed. He said nothing to me. And when he came out of the room, he, it was like, it was like light. It was a like brighter Tavares. <laughs> and he came out and he had the cards, your cards just in his hands, <laughs> ready to like, so I'm like, Oh, he, he got it. <laughs> oh, I love it. Wow. Good for, oh, you yeah, guys. Thank you guys for this time. on our, on our calendar right now. Well, it shows that the podcast was started at this time, but then right before it, I literally wrote in the calendar. I was being sarcastic, but I was also <laughs> being serious. I said emotional intimacy time. Oh, <laughs> I love it. You're gonna, we are not going to do a surface level. I want you to know I'm trying. Oh, it's not I my comfort zone, but I am trying. <laughs> I really appreciate it. Oh, you go. I love it. I love how you're being <laughs> intentional. Well, we're going to wrap up our conversation soon. Um, But before we close with our Dear Young Married Couple letter, we uh, wanted to ask you that are listening, if you're enjoying this podcast, please take 60 seconds or so and just leave us a love note and a star rating on iTunes. And if you can share with us why you love it or even how it's helping you, uh, that would mean a whole lot. We read every review and take it to heart. And because we're a new podcast, your reviews make a big difference in helping us reach more couples. Thanks so much, friends. So on to our dear young married couple letter. We want you guys to rewind to the first few years of your marriage and answer this question. What advice do you wish you would have received? And then fill in the blank with a sentence or two or a few. Dear young married couple. Something popped in my head, so I think it's good to say. Uh, This crowd is mainly married, right? (laughs) primarily i don't want no single people rebuking me or saying i encourage anything (laughs) Um, i will say something i didn't know i I went in ignorantly you know what i mean um i will say be patient with the with one another sexually because in my head i just thought man the people on tv can do that you know what i mean and it was just i went into it assuming self is supposed to be like this woman I went into it assuming I'm supposed to act like this guy. You know what I mean? And I'm going into it thinking we should be something we're not instead of the way God created us. And God God put us together and we should be learning one another. I should be trying to figure out how to make her happy and not just trying to get my desires met. You know, so I feel like that is something that I struggled with for a while because in my head it was just a matter of, man, this stuff is easy peasy, lemon squeezy. You know what I mean? It's just like, I don't, you know, but... I realized it was just ignorance and it was just a matter of me not being patient because issues that I thought were something massive before I see, oh, no big deal. You know what I mean? After I stopped acting immaturely, you know, now things are amazing. You know what I mean? So I'd say to every young married couple listening, please be patient with one another. And yeah, I'm I'm just going to leave it there. Please be patient with one another, dear young married couple. (laughs) Love it. How about for you, Safa? Um, I would, I agree with Tavares 100%. And I also say, appreciate each other's differences. Mm-hmm. I say that because I remember when we first got married, I mean, you do things differently. You grew up differently. Um, I was one of two girls. Um, I am extremely sensitive. Um, I have no guys, like, it's just my dad and my mom and me and my sister. Tavares comes from one of four boys. <laughs> he is, has a, a household of... Um, Warriors. <laughs> Warriors is not even the word. That, that's yeah. like, vastly different worlds. Vastly different worlds. And trying to bring those worlds together and blend them and not nitpick every little thing about each other that you might have 
Um, you, I mean, you, you learn from your environment. You are a product of your environment. And Tavares did things differently from how I did things. And that doesn't mean that my way is wrong or his way is wrong. Sometimes mm-hmm. it's just different. So and good. that's okay. That's okay. It's not nitpicking every little thing about, you know, what each other, what, what each other does is, is, it's, it's a killer. It's a killer in there. It's not healthy. And so if I could say one thing to keep in mind is just to um, respect each other's differences. They're married. They're young married couple. So, yeah. Love it. Love it. Good advice, guys. All right, friends. We really hope that you got a ton out of today's conversation. And if you want help, if you want personal guidance with individual counseling or couples counseling, or even help with you as a couple reaching the goals you have, just reach out. Give us a call at 916-678-1797 or shoot us an email at hello at dearyoungmarriedcouple.com. No matter where you are in the world or in your marriage, we can set up a counseling session with you and we can work toward progress. We also post marriage advice regularly on our Instagram, which is at dearyoungmarriedcouple. And we'd love for you to join us in conversation there. All right. See you next week. So, you've got an idea for a business. The store of your dreams. There's just one thing to figure out. Everything. That's why Shopify's all-in-one commerce platform makes it easy to sell online, in person, and everywhere else. Sell on social media, source products with an app to get that first sale feeling. It's the only solution that gives you everything you need to sell everywhere you want. So when you're ready to bring your idea to life, power it up with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash listen. 